0: section three of the obscure night of the soul by saint john of the cross this librivox recording is in the public domain book one chapter two of some imperfections to which beginners are liable in the matter of pride when beginners become aware of their own fervor and diligence in their spiritual works and devotional exercises this prosperity of theirs gives rise to secret pride though holy things tend of their own nature to humility, because of their imperfections. And the issue is that they conceive a certain satisfaction in the contemplation of their works and of themselves. From the same source, too, proceeds that empty eagerness which they display in speaking before others of the spiritual life, and sometimes to teach it instead of learning it. They condemn others in their minds when they see that they are not devout in their own way. Sometimes also they give expression in words to that feeling, showing themselves herein to be like the Pharisee, who in the act of prayer boasted of his own good works and despised the publican. This fervor and the desire to do such and other like acts is frequently fed by Satan in order that men of this kind may grow in pride and presumption. He knows perfectly well that all the virtuous works of people in this state are not only nothing worth, but rather tending to sin. Some of them go so far as to think none good but themselves, and so both in word and act fall into condemnation and detraction of others they see the mote in the eye of their brother but not the beam which is in their own they strain out the gnat in another man's cup and swallow the camel in their own sometimes also when their spiritual masters such as confessors and superiors do not approve of their spirit and conduct for they wish to be praised and considered for what they do they decide that they are not understood and that their superiors are not spiritual men because they do not approve and sanction their proceedings so they go about in quest of someone else who will accommodate himself to their fancy for in general they love to discuss their spirit with those who they think will commend and extol their state they avoid as they would death those who depreciate their feelings with the view of leading them into a safe way, and sometimes they even hate them. Presuming greatly on themselves, they make many resolutions and accomplish little. They are occasionally desirous that others should perceive their spirituality and devotion, and for that end they make many exterior movements, give vent to sighs, and practice divers' ceremonies, and sometimes too they fall into a kind of rapture in public rather than in private whereunto satan contributes and they are pleased when others witness it many of them seek to be the favourites of their confessors and the result is endless envy and disquietude they are ashamed to confess their sins plainly lest their confessors should think less of them so they go about palliating them that they may not seem so bad which is excusing rather than accusing themselves sometimes they go to a stranger to confess their sin that their usual confessor may not suppose they are sinners but good people and so they always take pleasure in telling him of their goodness and that in terms suggestive of more than is in them at the least they wish all their goodness to be appreciated when it would be greater humility on their part as i shall presently show to undervalue what is their own and to be anxious that neither their confessor nor anyone else should think them of the least importance some beginners too make very light of their faults occasionally and at other times indulge in immoderate grief when they commit them they thought themselves already saints and so they became angry and impatient with themselves which is another great imperfection they also importune god to deliver them from their faults and imperfections but it is for the comfort of living in peace and not for god they do not consider that were he to deliver them they would become perhaps prouder than ever they are great enemies of other men's praise but great lovers of their own and sometimes they seek it in this respect they resemble the foolish virgins who with untrimmed lamps went about in search of oil saying give us your oil for our lamps are gone out some too fall deeply into these imperfections and into great evils by reason of them some however fall into them less than others and some have to contend with little more than the first motions of them but scarcely any one can be found who in his first fervours did not fall into some of them but those who at this time are going on to perfection proceed in a very different way and in a very different temper of mind they grow and edify themselves in humility not only looking on their own works as nothing but also dissatisfied with themselves THEY LOOK UPON ALL OTHERS AS MUCH BETTER THAN THEMSELVES. THEY REGARD THEM WITH A HOLY ENVY, in THEIR ANXIETY TO SERVE GOD AS WELL AS THEY DO. FOR THE GREATER THEIR FERVOR, THE MORE NUMEROUS THEIR GOOD WORKS, AND THE KEENER THE PLEASURE THEREIN. THE MORE THEY PERCEIVE, FOR THEY HUMBLE THEMSELVES, HOW MUCH IS THAT WHICH GOD DESERVES AT THEIR HANDS, AND HOW LITTLE IS ALL THEY CAN DO FOR HIM. THUS THE MORE THEY DO, THE LESS THEY ARE SATISFIED so great is what they in their love would fain do that all they are doing seems nothing this loving anxiety so importunes and occupies them that they never consider whether others are doing good or not and if they themselves should ever do good it is in the conviction that all others are much better than themselves They also think slightingly of themselves, and wish others to do so also, to make no account of them, and to despise what belongs to them, and moreover, if anyone should praise and respect them, they will give them no credit, for they think it strange that anybody should speak well of them. Persons of this kind, in great tranquillity and humility, are very desirous to learn the things that are profitable to them from anyone, be he who he may in this respect the very opposite of those of whom i have just spoken who are willing to teach everybody and who when any one seems about to teach them anything take the words out of his mouth as if they knew it already but these of whom i am now speaking are very far from wishing to instruct any one they are most ready to travel by another road if they be but commanded for they never imagine that they can be right in anything WHEN OTHERS ARE PRAISED THEY REJOICE, AND THEIR ONLY REGRET IS THAT THEY DO NOT SERVE GOD THEMSELVES AS WELL AS THEY. THEY ARE NOT ANXIOUS TO SPEAK ABOUT THEIR OWN STATE, BECAUSE THEY THINK SO LIGHTLY OF IT THAT THEY ARE, AS IT WERE, ASHAMED TO SPEAK OF IT TO THEIR CONFESSORS, FOR IT SEEMS TO THEM UNWORTHY OF ANY MENTION WHATEVER. BUT THEY HAVE A GREAT DESIRE TO SPEAK OF THEIR SHORTCOMINGS AND SINS, OR OF WHAT THEY CONSIDER NOT TO BE VIRTUES. Thus they incline to treat of the affairs of their soul with those who have no great opinion of their state in spirit. This is a characteristic of that spirituality which is pure, simple, true, and most pleasing unto God. For as the spirit of the divine wisdom dwells in these humble souls, he moves and inclines them to keep his treasures secretly within and to cast out the evil god gives this grace together with other virtues to the humble and withholds it from the proud persons of this kind will give their hearts blood for him who serves god and will aid him to the utmost of their powers when they commit any imperfection they will bear up under it with humility in gentleness of spirit in loving fear of god and hoping in him but the souls who in the beginning travel thus towards perfection are few, yea, very few, and we ought to be content when they do not rush into the opposite evils. This is the reason, as I shall hereafter explain, why God leads into the obscure night those souls whom he will purify from all these imperfections, in order to their further advancement. End of section 3